Hey, hi everyone. Thank you so much for listening to Beyond Eight Figures. This is AJ, the journeyman entrepreneur with another Beyond Eight Figure episode for you. On the show, we talk with top entrepreneurs about the realities of building an eight-figure business, what success really means to them, and hear from them about some of their winning strategies and tactics. Tune in to each episode to learn how to grow your business beyond 10 million, and more importantly, create your own personal legacy. Hello, fellow entrepreneurs. Welcome back to Beyond Day Figures. This is AJ, the journeyman entrepreneur, and today's episode is going to be nothing short of amazing. <laughs> My today's guest is serial entrepreneur, speaker, host, life coach, and a happiest expert. If you saw him on the street, you could confuse him with Tom Cruise. At least that's what my staff is telling me. But besides his looks, he brings to the table his professional experience and passion for helping other entrepreneurs succeed. After exiting his delivery startup for combined nine-figure sum in 2019, he made it his mission to help others become an entrepreneur of the most important business they'll ever run, their life. Everything that he does, he does with passion and dedication. I can talk forever about his achievements and his vision for the future, but it's better to let the man talk for himself. Everyone, let's welcome the one and only Will Moore. Hi, Will. Thank you so much for coming back on the show. I know it's been a couple of years, yeah, summer of 19. We're really excited to have you back on the show. What's been going on since you were last here? Besides well, you know, you. the world. <laughs> thank you for having me, AJ. So you know, just continuing to build momentum, no pun intended. More momentum, uh, yes. You know, uh, that's, that's, that's my goal every day to just, you know, use that law of compounding and not get caught up in, oh man, I haven't had hit a home run yet or I haven't. Because at the end of the day, you know, I was just reading an article last night, actually, that ties into mm-hmm. this. And it was talking about the law of compounding and the magical effect that it has and how people just it's hard for our brains to wrap, wrap around it because we're like, a, especially more than ever, an instant gratification society. We want it now. We can hit a button. We can get whatever we want. That was the business that I sold, doorstep delivery. Hit a button, get your food delivered within an hour. Uh, so I get it. But that's not the way the universe works, even though that's the way we want it to. The universe pays dividends when you invest certain, you know, energy, time, money, whatever it is. And that law of compounding, it's a universal principle that you can't cheat. And if you just stick with, stay the course, keep putting one foot in front of the next and you don't give up like 99% of the other people tend to do because they're like, Oh, it didn't come to me. Like, wait, I've been working for a week or I've been working for a year or I've been working for two years and I still am not there. I'm just going to give, you know, um, and I mean, I'm sure, you know, the average business doesn't even start making money usually until after two years. So for me, my journey after exiting my business, fortunately, I was able to put myself in a position where, you know, I'm not worried about where my next meal is coming from. And I can not have to have necessarily a ton of income coming in to support my lifestyle and just focus on this more momentum, the five core life, helping people stop their failure habits replace them with success habits to continue to build momentum in all of the areas of their life, not just their business, to help them become an entrepreneur of the most successful business they'll ever run, which is their life. I found that really interesting. I love your five pillars because I think there's a lot of 
processes, programs, et cetera, that talk about it. I noticed yesterday you were talking or two days ago talking about making sure you put enough happiness into your happiness pillar. How do you help entrepreneurs keep the pillars balanced? That's a great question. And that, my friend, is the tricky part. And yeah. it all comes down to accountability, having an, a, a, an effective accountability system. Because what you just said, you're not alone. Most people, you know, New Year's resolution, I think like some, I've heard statistics such as uh, as high as 99% of them yeah. uh, don't come to fruition. Uh, you know, sometimes I feel like it could be even higher because people just, they get all hyped up or they read a book even if it's not a New Year's resolution, they get excited. They see something. Yes, I'm going to transform my body or my mind or my business or, you know, whatever it is. And they start to put in the work. But as I, you, you heard me use the word habits earlier, habits, routines. If you don't actually change your habits and routines, you've got no chance. And the only way to do that, I call it kind of faking it till you make it. You've got to sort of say, okay, this is what I want to become. Based on that, what are the habits I need to build in order to get there? And how do I hold myself accountable so that I make sure no matter what, that I even know it's going to be really hard at first because those failure habits have dug in real deep. But here's the beauty of it. Habits don't care if they're good or bad helping or hurting us, right? They're going to do their thing, as I just mentioned like a few that. minutes ago. They're going to compound over time and they are going to form who we are. So if you're able to actually become aware of the ones that are hurting you and set up a system to say, okay, every morning, I'm gonna say, these are the ones I'm working on today. And every night, I'm gonna, I'm gonna great, basically come up with some sort of a, a scoring grading system, which by the way, this is what my system is, this is what I have. And that way, you know, every day, every morning, you're thinking about it. And then every night, you're sort of evaluating yourself, like, how do I do? And that's automatically, is making you more aware of the actions you're taking. Because when we're on autopilot, just like most of us are when we have our habits, you're not thinking about these things and what, what these negative habits that start creeping up on us start to do and how they compound. Before you know it, your whole life and all five of your cores is filled with these failure habits and you're building negative momentum going in the wrong direction. So it's, it starts with an account, becoming aware, an accountability system, and making sure no matter what, you hold yourself to it. For the entrepreneurs in your program, and what do you normally see as sort of the transition points and maybe your experience in that, that sort of, because I know for myself, a lot of times momentum, and I've been lucky a lot of times, momentum in one area starts carrying over and giving me positive feedback and letting me create a flywheel of positive, as you call them, habits. What was the sort of situation when you decided that it was time to start creating these consistent feedback loops of right. positive for, yeah, versus just letting them? And then what do you see in your entrepreneurs in your program in you know, that transition where they're going from like, oh, I'm trying to like, okay, today I did 10 push-ups and I did this. Yeah. You know. Right. So... I mean, my, my, mine goes back 25 years ago in college. I was suicidal. Um, I was your typical victim, sure that life was out to get me. And I just, I had, you know, I won't go into my whole childhood story, but I had a, everybody's got their own story. Mine was a bit of a rough, a rough start. And it just, we moved around a lot. My parents, my mom was an alcoholic, abusive, physically, uh, 
verbally and my parents were divorced. So I, I got to college and I just had no sense of self. And I serendipitously discovered a book called How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie, which is a classic. Yeah. I'm sure you've at least heard, if not read it. I've, met, I've read it multiple times. Great book. I recommend to everybody. And that just sort of shifted my sort of like, okay, there's a different way to look at the universe and the world. And I am I like, I just became this insatiable beast of like, I am going to reinvent myself. I'm going to become happy no matter what. I'm going to use myself as a human science experiment. And I just started reading tons of books, taking tons of notes, seeing what worked, what didn't, and just sort of writing down what I call these total truths, these universal principles that I've read multiple times it's in different books that I'm like, okay, wait, everybody's saying the same thing. And then I've tried it out in my own life. And I'm like, okay, this, this is proven. I've now proven that this is something that has probably been around since the beginning of time will be around until the end of time. I can base my actions off of this and go ahead and start taking them. And you always want to start small. You can't start big because if you try to do everything at once, you're effed because the brain yes. doesn't work. The brain goes, I'm overwhelmed. This ain't happening. There's no way. So you want to start super small. You want to, so I have like this quiz that you can take on, on your five course to see where you currently stand in each of your course. Yeah. You want whichever one you score lowest in say, okay, this is my weakest area right now in life. And this is where I want to get going and start taking the actions that are going to start building momentum. And then what happens is they all start to spread to the next. It's like a ripple effect. So let's say physical health is your worst one physical and mental, as you know, are connected so you start to improve your physical, you start to feel better mentally, you start to improve your, your mindset, you start to improve your emotional health, you start to improve your career and your finances. And thing just and then once they all start kind of, I call it firing on all cylinders, working together, then you're able to kind of start finding that balance. And, and balance is, is very tough. You mentioned that word. Because our minds want to just, we're ADD creatures, you know, we, we can only focus on one thing at a time. So you know, career and finances, for instance, which a lot of people spend the majority of their time focusing on. It's okay to go through spurts, like you're starting a new business or, but if your entire life for years is, you know, you're doing, you're basically neglecting your other four cores 90% of the time, just to focus on the career and your finance, you are going, you're not doing yourself any favors because you're not enjoying the ride. You're not enjoying enjoying the journey you're just focused on this magical you know thing that you think at the end of the rainbow you're going to get if you just put your head down and yeah keep just working 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 but what i've found is you you do you have to step back and you have to incorporate the relationships and be proactive with your friends and your significant other and with your acquaintances even instead of just looking down at your phone when you're talking to people or, or not smiling, like you've got to start developing those relationships, those allies, you never know where that's going to come from in terms of people that might be your next, you know, best friend or next business partner. Um, and that's just, you know, physical health, same thing. Like you can't neglect these things. And, but if you're able to proactively schedule them into your life using technology, gamifying the experience, as I call it, making it fun, tricking your brain into wanting to do these things, it's a total game changer. Yeah. Um, I very much, you know, I've, over the course of my life, I've experienced bits and pieces of it. I like how you put it together. And it seems very authentic from your experience. Is that, is that very important to you? I mean, it's kind of, I know that maybe not be a great question, but is it important to you about how authentic it is to your experience that you've developed to this program? Oh, and by the way, we'll make sure that 
the quiz for your five five pillars is in the show notes. But tell us about you know the importance of your authenticity because it does you very much line up you know in following your different things. You live this. You yeah. don't just kind of pitch it. I definitely live it, right? As you, you said, you were following me on my our, our site, Five Core Life. Um, you know, yeah. you see me living it, and and more momentum is another one on the IG, um, where it's a little bit more personal. You get a little bit more of my, mm-hmm. my family stories and, and not, but, uh Absolutely, you know, you've got to. I, I I'll tell you, my biggest pet peeve is these these self-proclaimed experts, right. That, that say, Oh, you gotta do this. You gotta do that. Cause they read it somewhere, but they're not actually doing it. They haven't lived it. I've got 25 years under my belt and I'm, you know what? I'm still learning. I'm still growing. I do not know everything. Right. So right away, you know, that I'm probably at least, you know, semi-trustworthy by not saying that I've got it all figured out. And just for nine ninety nine, you too can have it figured out. Right. I, I do not like that. You gotta be, you you gotta be real. You gotta say, look, I've tried this. I've done it myself. Because then as when you're, when you're telling people your system, you're talking to people, you're like, I've actually done this and they can tell people can spot BS a mile away. I feel like, and my system actually has evolved. It started as me keeping track of my habits. My accountability system started with Benjamin Franklin's 13 virtues. I was wondering, it seemed very evocative of that. Yeah. So you're familiar. So for those that aren't yeah, you've got basically um, a chart. So along the top of your paper, you put the days of the week along the spine, you put the habits that uh, you're trying to change his, he called them virtues, but it's the same type of concept. I slightly modified his and I actually have my, my very original on my website. You can go see, I have my very original one that I created like 25 years ago on a piece of paper that I was using. And I printed out like seven copies and every week, every day at the end of the day, I would say, okay, these are the habits I'm working on. And I just put a little check mark. How did I do? Did I do it? Did I not? Then it evolved oh, nice. into a spreadsheet uh, or a word doc. Then it evolved into a spreadsheet. And then it got to the point where it felt like work. It felt like homework. So I, as I mentioned earlier, that word gamify, I decided to gamify it. I, I didn't want my brain to feel like resistance to it. I wanted to make it fun and excited. So I'm literally developing an app that yes. allows you to essentially trick your brain into feeling like it's a video game that you're playing. And when you level up on screen, though, you're actually leveling up in real life. So that app I'm super excited about. I'm looking to launch in... April, maybe May. Um, okay, cool. Coming along really nicely. Your rocket ship, and those are your five cores. Your five cores are the cylinders of your engine. And mm-hmm. in order to fly off to the next planet, the next galaxy, meet aliens, run and uh, go through asteroid fields, battle through, strengthen up your ship, you have to maintain balance in each of your cores. Otherwise, you'll fly off course. And it just it's a fun, gamified way to do it. So it's you find it. And then you only check in once a day. Like I said, you check in in the morning and you mm-hmm. check in at night and kind of grade yourself, but it's doing it in a fun way. And so I'm super, super excited to roll that out. No, I'm looking forward. We'll make sure we let everyone in the audience know. We'll post it and we'll send it on the, on the newsletter. Yeah. On the site, you out. can actually, if you, if you look up, if you go to Gamify Your Life and then there's a thing that says the app, you can sign up uh, for a free, it's, it'll be free app, a uh, beta version of it when it comes out. And that's a momentum.com site, Gamify Your Life. Yeah, M-O-O-R-E, cool. momentum.com. You got it. Yep. 
cool. We'll have to. I need a game that see. I believe your your sons or you have two sons, correct? That's right. Yeah, I have a I have a sixteen year old, so I need a game I can beat my son in because at this point he's a whiz at every computer video game etc that's right um, so i need something <laughs> so please well and you just hit it on the head the younger generation especially right that's what that's what their mind gravitates toward so it's like mm-hmm. why fight uphill reduce the friction of making them want to improve their lives start them young have these games so my whole idea my company more momentum it's not just this app mm-hmm. it's going to be i want to be like the hasbro of wellness right i want it to be like I have a bunch of different ideas for different games and, and things to make it fun for all age groups to start leveling up their life. And kind of, again, you're tricking your brain into sort of wanting to become the best five core life version of yourself, but it doesn't feel yeah. that way. It feels like you're having a good time. I like that. Have you ever uh, played cash flow from uh, the rich dad, poor dad guy? I, I've never when played I said that, that game. Too. I've read yeah. that book multiple times. Yeah. I never was able to connect with people that, cause I was like at the time, the only one that was reading that book and I never did. And there, I, there was a group that I found that played it and I never made it to it. And I am cursing myself, please. Yes. Tell me. I always so, wanted to. Well, the reason I was listening to you was I've, he had the book series and stuff like that. But what in uh, one of his old business partners was there's a podcast somewhere and I'll try and dig it around and put it into the show notes and send it to you. Um, talking about that. Yes. He was being successful building the concept. He was the rich dad, poor dad. Da, da, da. But when the game came out and especially when they made the junior version of it, all of a sudden their audience expanded by about 10 X because people started playing it, not just reading and talking about it, and it put a framework in it. And I know like when my kids were about seven and nine, I got them playing the junior one, and my young, my daughter, my middle daughter, she was crushing the game so much that she wanted to play the more advanced game. <laughs> so nice. I, you know, in listening to you talk about the gamify, I could see very much using that as a pathway to then bring folks into the rest of it, a rest of more momentum. I like that. That's a great model. Thank you for reminding me that, you know, I forgot about that game and and what I'm doing. I'm sure I was inspired at some point by that because I remember thinking that was really cool. And that was years. That was one of the first books I read um, that helped explode my real estate. I own a bunch of real estate properties that I, I manage and I rent out. And that book, that's what started that for me. The real estate aspect of my, my investing and my wealth growing it and that whole passive income, passive income generator, yeah. right? Big. Yeah. Um, cool just stuck with yeah. me. I mean, you want, like, I just remember reading, you know, you want your money to work for you, whether you're, you're working for it or, or lying in bed sleeping. And I remember thinking, uh, yeah, that's what I <laughs> And that's what I started to sleep. <laughs> Absolutely. Ah. Good one. Tell us kind of the experience, because I now I am very interested about the people in your program, how you, what they can expect to kind of happen as they join you. To me, and I, I think this is, I, I feel like I am a bit, I'm ahead of this, and not, not mm-hmm. to, to toot my own horn and be like, I see the future. Oh, please do. But <laughs> I do feel like I've got a pretty good track record of spotting trends before they happen. So real okay. estate, right before the boom, I got, I went all in and um, 
I saw things just, just, I just, I've always, that's how my brain works. I'm very observant. Like I said, I think it came from these self-help books causing, forcing me to sort of become ultra aware of myself and my surroundings. And then right before the crash happened, I saw that coming too. And I got out mm-hmm. um, and then got back in. And then, um, you know, similar with just different uh, with the, my doorstep delivery restaurant delivery service business, right. I, we actually started. So, for people that aren't familiar, it was a similar to a Grubhub or an Uber Eats or a DoorDash. That's how people know them now. But we started way before those guys. And I saw the writing on the wall. I was like, I'm stuck in an office all day. I can only order pizza in Chinese. There's got to be something better out there. And there wasn't. And so me and my buddies said, let's do it. And we started. And that's right when I quit real estate because I saw the writing on the wall. I was like, this ain't going to work. Let me pivot. And I did that. And it was literally, we started our business the year the iPhone came out. So this is how long it was ago. Oh, was. And I remember thinking, wow, these phones, our drivers can get the, the order on their phone and they can get the directions and they hit a button. And instead of having to have this big Garmin GPS thing that they have to pay and put on their, their, their car, which was a barrier to entry for a lot of our drivers, because our drivers are, you know, they're living day to day, a lot of them paycheck to paycheck, which at the time I was pretty much too. And they don't want to spend $150 on a Garmin, but their phones, they had all the GPS. We could send the order right through. It was like perfect time. And it just, it took off and, you know, that story ended well. And so I do see this kind of coming back to what I was saying as sort of like the next thing in terms of you start to see businesses understanding that it's not just, if you want to get the most out of your employees and if you want people to be, you got to make sure they're happy and that they are well-rounded in all their areas, right? The old school way of thinking was, we don't care about anything else going on in your life, Jim. Just make sure that you're producing for us. Just make sure you're putting up sales yeah. figures. And to me, it's about the five core life. So on both sides, both the employee, employee or if you're an entrepreneur side, if you don't have all five going for you, you're going to have a hard time accelerating in one of them. And even if you do accelerate, you're going to find some sort of emptiness in you. Um, because take it from me, somebody that sold combined, our business sold for a combined $330 million dollars. When we when I got that paycheck, I didn't get three hundred thirty million dollars. Mm-hmm. At that point, I had partners. We we you know grouped up with other people, um, so it was you know it was dispersed. But I, I still got a pretty nice paycheck out of it. And I remember thinking, okay, I've now proven what I knew was going to happen, which was it felt amazing, incredible for the first uh, I'd say two weeks, month. You know, sometimes I joke, I'm like for thirty seconds, it felt it, it felt good. But no, it was probably more like. Oh, weights lifted off my shoulders, 10 years of my life working, and now I just got rewarded. Yes, right? Which is what everybody thinks that like that's going to last forever. Like, okay, now I can just go retire and just go, you know, listen to Bob Marley somewhere. Um, but no, <laughs> it wore off very quickly. And I said, now what? What's next? And to me, had I not been building my relationship core, my physical health core, my emotional health core, my mindset core along the way, I'd have been effed because I would have felt super empty. And in fact, you see a lot of that happen to a lot of people that neglect these other main areas of their life. And then they get financial success and it doesn't fill that, that thing inside of them that they thought it would. So what do they do? Typically they just go out and try to get more because they don't have, Mm -hmm. they don't understand that more is not going to do it for them. And they're just obsessed with making more and more and more. And they're chasing the next big thing, but that never actually leads to happiness. I know. Um, with my last business that I was able to sell, 
I kind of sold on the way down, on the way up, but on the way up, I was the business. The business was me. My whole worldview was that. And I let everything, including my own family, fall to the sun or take damage. And this was something that it took me a while to recover from. I'm one of the few people that can definitely relate to that. Sure, it was was tough because then not only did you not get as much as you probably thought you you in your mind you'd already created. That's another thing. Yes. You create these expectations of this is what my business is worth. Yeah. And then you get this much. Yet had you stepped back and somebody said, you know, five years earlier, you're gonna get two, three million dollars for this business, you'd probably be like, sweet, right? Yeah. Um, it's all relative. And that's part of the mindset core is adjusting your perception to not be that victim that like look at things from for lack of a better term, the glass half empty versus half full and force yourself to focus on, okay, what's the good of this? And just to move past things and not dwell and just keep putting one foot in front of the other. Nice. Yeah, that is true. Uh, It's good advice. And I think a lot of times you almost have to experience it before you start understanding (laughs) that value because you're in such a rush. So you you know, that's what I'm trying. I'm trying to kind of hack the system. I'm kind of trying to cheat the system and trying to like figure out a way to get through to people before they have to experience their own rock bottom or their own like 10 to 15 year journey where they're like, Oh, now I get it. Right. And I got these two little boys and God love them. I want them to learn these lessons, these universal principles, all this stuff I'm talking about today before they, you know, it hits them when they're, they're in their young adulthood and they're a victim like me, like suicidal or, you know, and right now teen suicide is an all time high yes. uh, social media. You know, it, it's this like, because more and more the world is becoming focused on things on money and beauty and fame. And, Oh, if I could just hit a button, I could be like that. Or if I could just, you know, get enough followers or get enough likes. And it's really sad because it's completely warping people's minds. Again, it goes back to your perception, your mindset into thinking that life is, is about one thing when really, like I said, it's about these five cores. And so I'm like trying to force it in here and like, guys, come on, let's go, let's get these cores in. I promise you. Um, but again, that's why I'm trying to gamify it and make it fun because there's still a, a stigma with self-help and, and personal development. And there's still, even though it's gotten a lot better than from when I was younger, there's still this kind of like wall of like, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't try to change me. Well, you know, what are you trying to do? I'm fine just the way I am. So as you dealt, you know, as you've talked about your personal struggles, you know, your ability and trying to bring these things to entrepreneurs, how does that impact what success means to you? What does success start looking like now that it's not just about the exit or the FU money or whatever it is, where it's about the five pillars? So what is success? I love that question. It's something um, I'm also, I'm writing a book as well. And in the app, I focus on making sure that I beat into people's head that success to me is, you know, we tend to, when we use that word, you know, what do nine times out of 10 or even 99 out of a hundred people associate success with financial, mm-hmm. right? That's yeah. just, that's again, that goes back to our, our broken society in my opinion. So I'm trying to, to shift that and make sure people understand success is about figuring out what it is that you love that you're really good at 
and making sure that you're incorporating those things, taking action on those things every single day, and that you are finding balance in all of these five core areas of your life because they all work together like cogs of a machine, like the cores of your rocket. And you're going to fly off course. If you're only paying attention to one or two, you're going to feel something empty in you, right? You got to, if you're, if you're not working out, but you're doing all the others, if you've got a crappy relationship with your family, with your, with your, with your significant other, with your, you don't have friends. If you're not proactively making efforts to, to see people socially, it's not enough to hit a like button on Facebook. That's not, that's not enough social interaction. And these things are not easy to do. So let me just be clear. Like I said, it's, it's, you got, you got to put work into it and it's the law of compounding. But if you start very slowly, proactively scheduling these types of things that you have identified, like I said, these universal principles, these total truths into your life in each of these cores, that is when you're going to start feeling true success. Cause you're just going to be full of like, because there's not going to be an empty pocket, right? It's yeah. like, okay, yeah, I got this going. I got this going. And you're still always going to have goals and you're always going to be working towards something. That's also part of being human. You're never just going to be like, all right, I'm firing on all cylinders. I'm good now. I can just stop. No, that's not part <laughs> of being human. It's, you're still going to want to be like, okay, um, I can still tweak this. I can improve on this. And, and that's, but you got to understand that's part of it. And that's part of the fun and you got to enjoy it. And you got to step back, you know, regularly and say, this is pretty good life. You know, I'm, I'm doing pretty well. I'm, Versus like a year goes by and you're like, oh my God, when's the last time I was grateful for something I had? Like Anything. I have a mantra that I say every single morning and incorporates the things that I want to be continually working on that I remind myself of. And it also has what I'm grateful for at the end. And it's super, super powerful to start me to launch off my rocket every morning and start with a big boost of momentum to get me going. Very cool. I like that concept of success because very much is a ongoing path versus a destination, you know, the journey. Yeah. Very cool. You know, as you think about your children, because they're obvious without, you know, there's no doubt the importance of your children to you and, you know, your wife and your family, but how do you take this concept of success? What does it mean to the legacy you're trying to create? You may not be creating a legacy, but you're, you know, what are you trying to create for your children, you know, as an entrepreneur here for them? So again, right. I mean, you know, the financial part, I'm not worried about, um, you know, I've, I've done well thus far and I'm not making any money doing what I'm doing. I'm literally not hmm. selling any courses. There's nothing you can buy from me right now. So I mean, I hadn't made that clear earlier. Um, you know, I'm working <laughs> on this app. I'm, I'm working on this book that I've been working on for 25 years. I want to eventually share the knowledge, but that's the legacy I want to leave. My legacy needs to be, this is, this is everything I've taken from every different, I've read thousands of self-help books, like no joke, and seminars and this and that. And I've tried, used myself, like I said, as this human science experiment. And you know what? I don't have it all figured out, but I at least feel like I've got a pretty good sense of th these universal principles that you can hang your hat on that you should base your actions on and a good system on how to use them incrementally to build your momentum on a compounding in a compounding way. And actually my I call it the equation of life is your belief system plus your repeated actions plus time equals who you will become. So my legacy that I want to leave is to help people change their belief system 
to then start changing the actions that they take to then let time do its thing to help them become the best version of themselves. And if I can help enough people do it, I'm hoping I can shift the momentum of the entire world because the momentum right now is, is headed in the wrong direction. We've got too many, uh, you have 50% of the world almost hating each other. It's going completely, the way things are going right now, it completely goes against the five core life. And it's like, if I, I wish I could just snap my fingers and have everybody see what I see because I know that we wouldn't be having these wars. I know we wouldn't be, you know, screaming at the other person and telling them that they're wrong and that their view's wrong. Cause it's like, no, we all grew up a certain way. Our minds work the way it does from our parents, our schooling, our peers, the media we've read. And especially now media, you know, it tweaks towards what you're interested in. It's going to make you feel only more that way. And you can't look at the other person and think that they're bad people because they're not. But that's what 99% of people do. Oh, they're, they, they like Trump or, oh, they like Biden or, oh, they like Merkel or, oh, they like, you know, it, it, it doesn't make them bad people. It means... Okay, how do I bridge that gap? How do I gamify this? How do I make it fun to find commonality with this person and see if I can't, you know, gently persuade them to see what I see, not try to change their mind, but at least have them see what I see so they're more empathetic towards me, just like I'm being with them. No, I, I agree. I, it's funny. For me, I've lived abroad since I was in high school as an exchange student in high school, I was exchanged student in college, grad school. I worked in London for a bit, and now I live here in Spain. And But I went to school in South Carolina um, to catch a football, basically, was what I did. And it's funny. The more places you live, I think the easier it is just to realize we're all freaking same. We may think different things and all this, but we all are trying to live the best life we think we know. And that to me, it's what you're talking about and bringing is this way of just making sure you look at people and hear them in their own voice instead of the, uh, the Biden, the Trumper, the, the, this, the, that, you know, outside of some extremisms, let's see, you know, they're not all good people, but you know, the idea is, I do think it becomes very easy in this world to just, you're in that bucket. You're in that bucket. Yeah. I know in marketers, as a marketer, you know, having <laughs> you know, made a lot of money in audience targeting and development, the framing of people as you know, types of specific activity behavior is very prevalent and it's pervasive and it eats into what we're doing. So I like, you know, you pulling people out to kind of look at themselves, but then look at other people through this process. Um, one last question about your program, because you made a reference earlier um, about not just being the entrepreneur's five pillar, but also the employees. Will you be having programs for the entrepreneur's teams so they can start working or helping the entrepreneur build that up? Absolutely, yeah. So I'm, I'm coming at it from two. I'm building my curriculum as we speak. Like I said, I'm actually not. I'm, I'm currently mentoring people for free. Um, okay. And, but, and I'm, 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 I'm testing out my stuff. So I'm not just going to like come out and be like, here it is. Well, I want to test. So I'm, yeah. they're kind of, you know, 
But I, my curriculum is going to come from two sides. It's going to come from the employer side and the um, employee or business owner side, entrepreneur side, um, to where it's like understanding, okay, this is why it's so important to live this type of life. Let's make sure your team members, if it's, you know, you have team under you or whatever, that, that mm-hmm. they understand that and that you're helping them to see that and you're going to get the best and they're going to be the happiest they can be and that you're going to get the best out of them and vice versa on the side, obviously, of the person that's incorporating th- these things, you know, you want to make sure that you're not just focusing on the career side, you're focusing on all five, as I said earlier. Very cool. You had mentioned earlier about because of your reading and your work, your your affinity for seeing trends and for you know finding them. Is there anything you're seeing developing or you want to take advantage of in the near future, you know, six months to a year that's happening right now? Yes. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but you're not sure. And this is been a great show. Don't uh, go to crypto. No. <laughs> part of me, right? So part, I'll tell you, I don't want to give too much away. Like I said, I I'm headed in a direction where I don't even want to have. Uh, well, you know what? Screw it. If somebody if somebody hears it and they want to go do something similar, then you know what? That's helping get there faster. But it, it just it ties into the gamification stuff that I was saying, where I really feel like this tricking your brain in a fun gamifying it to where there's going to be more electronics involved. Um, you know, using your phone, whatever, <laughs> like apps, things for wellness, you're starting to see it, right? You're starting to see yes. like the, the Apple rings have been around for a while the, mm-hmm. on, on your phone. That's become more and more prevalent. People want to, they're gamifying their health, right? They're the, Oh, I want to fill my rings today. Right. Here's mine. I hope you can see it. Yeah. I got, you know, pop mine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're doing good today. See? Well, it's later that. in the day for me. <laughs> it's later in the day. For so me. that, and to me, it's like, okay, this is one core. What about the other five? This is your physical health. Right. And so to me, that's where it's heading. It, and, and I, I, you know, I want to get with Apple and Google. I want them to get the bidding more and say, well, we want all five of these, these, we want to have five different rings on here and we want people pop, to be able pop, to pop, pop, all five of them. Because it's not just about one thing; it's about all of them. So that's that's my goal. That's where I see things headed, and I think that technology. You know, have you seen the social network, or excuse me, the yes. uh, this the social dilemma on Netflix? Oh no, it's we have it. Yeah, <laughs> I finally I put it into the family queue. So this weekend, it's watch actually it. yeah, watch it. Yes, and what I this what weekend. I'm saying right now. Remember what I'm saying because it'll it'll hit home. As of now, technology for the, the large part is being used by companies uh, who I don't think necessarily, I know didn't start out to be evil. Larry Page, Mark Zuckerberg, Facebook, Google, they're trapped in that they now are public companies, publicly traded companies. They have a fiduciary responsibility to their shareholders to make as much money as possible. There's mm-hmm. nothing in those, in, in their job description that, that has them looking out for the wellness and the well-being of their users. And again, teen suicide being at an all-time high ties very highly to social media. There's a direct correlation there. Mm-hmm. Um, Google, you know, they're, they're looking at everything we're doing. And so, again, you know, the, 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 so we were talking about earlier, it's like the media, the, the news follows you and you start seeing more of what you think you should be looking at. So, like, let's say you go click on a gun ad, you're going to start seeing tons of gun ads. What do you think that's going to do? You think that's going to 
that's going to make you more go, want to go out and buy a button. And then all of a sudden you're going to be start getting, you know, maybe right or left wing conspiracies ads because you clicked on this thing. And then all of a sudden, and, and the social dilemma does a, a cool way of kind of actually acting that out and showing how easy it is to start from point A to go to point B down the rabbit hole if you're not mm-hmm. carefully and responsibly using technology. So that's my goal. And that's where I see the future headed is to gamify, to use the latest in science and technology in a fun and responsible way, always putting the user's wellness over profit. I like that. Very, very cool. So other than going to take the test and then we'll all um, on more momentum about, you know, where you are, the one minute test, um, we'll let people know when the, the app does come out. We'll send a blast out for that. Is there anything else, you know, before we wrap up, anything else you would like um, for our audience to know? No, uh, more momentum, M-O-O-R-E, like my last name, two O's, momentum.com. Um, check it out. You'll learn more about me. You can learn about the course. Take that brief quiz to help you see where you stand. Um, you can sign up early for the app. When, be notified when it's ready. Uh, five core life is one of my pages. It's an Insta- IG, Instagram page spelled with the, uh, the actual five, not F I V E. Um, we've got, uh, tons of fun videos. Like I said, I, the whole point is like, we're, we're trying to help people learn, but in fun ways. So we do a lot of viral, like funny, but like, Hey, here's the lesson type thing. And then I do my own five core Friday videos and stuff and have one-on-ones and then, um, more momentum, M O O R E momentum dot, uh, excuse me, uh, I G more momentum is another page, which is a little bit more personal. If you want to see more of like my family pics and yeah. my day-to-day living, that's, <laughs> that's more of that. Yes. Very cool pajamas you had for the family Christmas picture. Um, so yeah, thank you so much. And, you know, I really do appreciate it because, and, you know, you know, over the past, you know, since we reached out to have you back on the show, you know, being able to dive in and see, I really, the authenticity of your voice is really refreshing. Um, I think we, you've kind of, we've made a little, couple of snide jokes throughout about the experts and stuff. So I really like how you are bringing your real experience to this. And I think there's a big need for more of that out there. So thank you so much for coming back on the show. We'd love to have you back and uh, look forward to uh, seeing all the cool stuff you do soon. Thank, thank you. you so much, AJ. This has been awesome. I really appreciate you having me back. I would love to be back in the future and, and um, continue to, to, to talk with your peeps. And, and thanks everybody that, that turned into this episode. I know there's a lot of stuff out there that you can listen to yes. a lot. So anybody <laughs> appreciate it. Thanks man for having me on. At moments like this, I'm really sad that we only have so much time to be able to talk to our guests. That was a wonderful episode. Thank you so much for talking with us, Will. Um, that was great for you to share your experience with us and have a wonderful day. Good luck. You can connect with Will. Just follow the links in the show notes and learn more about his business and how he can help you bring both your business and life to the next level, all below in the show notes. And while you're doing it, why not follow us beyond eight figures as well? That could be really nice of you. All right. Thank you, everyone. I hope you have a wonderful day and I can't wait to talk to you soon. Bye-bye. This episode of Beyond Eight Figures is over, but your journey as an entrepreneur continues. 
So if we can help you with anything, please just let us know. And if you like this episode, please share it with someone who might learn from it. Until next time, keep growing and find the joy in your journey. This is AJ, and I'll be talking to you soon. Bye-bye.